You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. All right, my peoples. This is this is how it is. I was joshing. Did he not know? No, I gave him the finger. Yeah, we're giving you the business to start the show. This is Lust for Life, my people. America's number one podcast, voted on by Canadians. Votes are in, baby. They never left, baby. Bunch of weeks in a row now. We are consistent. We're like Cal Ripken. We're always there, baby. <laughs> um, this is James L. Mattern. Uh, Maybe I might not do the L. I'm a, mm. I've been in a discussion with people. Um, another club remains nameless. Um, they uh, they tweeted at me to get rid of the L because it was pretentious and doesn't mm. fit me. And then uh, you and I, I think we're together when that happened. Yeah. And I think you suggested I, I make a double L. Yeah, you double it up. So I'd be like the guy from Game of Thrones. I tweeted <laughs> that at them. I haven't heard nothing or gotten booked for June yet. So we'll see. Maybe that wasn't the right joshing to do for them. Right. Um, so maybe I'm just James Matter. This is a work in private. Have you been thinking Jamie? Other people have suggested Jamie. I, I don't think I discussed this on air yet, and, I'll, and then I'll introduce everyone. Um, Jamie, to me, was always a girl's name. That's why I hated uh. it. I have stuck my penis in Jamie's, you know, because they're right. females. And uh, I'm never fucked the James. So that, to me, concludes <laughs> that one's a guy's name and one isn't. One is a girl's name that guys have been borrowed because their their mothers were in denial that they didn't have a daughter. So I'm moving forward with James, and I like it. And my pops called me James. James. And like my like two it. best friends back home called me James, two of them, uh, a lot. So boom, that's it. Okay. No, James. James, oh. nice, strong name. James. But it should be James LL. So, yeah, I did a fest. I did a street fair Saturday, and then I played here three shows. I got brought up for four shows, four different names. What? Even here? In th- <clears throat> At the street show, the guy, I was joking about this LL shit with the manager of uh-huh. the other club who was a part of the street fest, and he tells them, yeah, he's James LL Matter. <laughs> they just brought me up as James LL, <laughs> Oh, I kind of like that. That's kind of interesting. James LL? Well, now we have to we have to think take it. Then I come here, and on Saturdays, there's usually two different managers, as right. you know here, and the first manager brought me up as James Lewis Matter, then our boy Sean, who's the bartender who does the announcements a lot of times, brought me up as James Madden. And then the last show, James L. Madden. So you can see this rebranding uh, <laughs> four different things. I'm like the bass player in Nirvana. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys get that. He was Chris. He was Chris. He was like crisp Novacella. It changed all the time. So that's how it is. But I like the options, and we'll figure out what sticks and what works. And you know, Let's, let's just have a straw poll. Canada, keep voting. Keep Pick the voting. right name for me. It'll be great. That voice that I've been talking with, I think you know who that is. He's not going on under a name change. Well, we'll see. Well, maybe, maybe you should give me right now. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll give you a new one. <laughs> this is Benji Suswine, a.k.a. the ace sweet, 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 Two chickens each have a chicken on top that are punching. It's a chicken. It's the greatest T-shirt in history of T-shirts. The greatest I like t-shirt. watching people figure it out. That is a work of art, my friend. I didn't make it, but I did buy it, so I get some credit. Dude, that is whoever invented that shirt. 
goes straight to heaven if there is straight one. Straight to heaven. But I have a feeling that the person who created that shirt is an atheist. Let's just take a wild guess. Sitting in with us, he hasn't talked yet because he picks his spots. That's what we like about him. He hosts about 300 podcasts in America. I think 200 of them on this network, Stand Up New York Labs. He is an American treasure. He is a um, gadfly here in the Upper West Side, whatever that means. Socrates was a gadfly, and I figured you like Socrates, so I went with that. My main man, the Lake Show, Chris Laker. Hello, everybody. I didn't talk because you didn't introduce me. I'm not, I, I thought it was uh, that's how you, how you do it, professionally. It, it was very podcast. professional. <laughs> now, well, you're leaving out the, the most obvious option here, yes. James. Yes. Jimmy! Yes. All right, here's why I can't be Jimmy. People have been saying Jimmy, too. I got a real good friend who is Jimmy, Slim Jimmy. I got a bunch of Jimmys in my life. Mm. There's too many Jimmys. But there's, you know, all the, all the successful James, they're Jimmys. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. There's uh, some others. What about Jimmy? Yeah, but then there's too many Jimmys. So I'm bringing James back. You're Jimmy Lou. Jimmy Lou's too. Yeah, my middle name is Lewis. I, I, like I told everyone, if I could have done this all over again, my nickname wouldn't have seeped into the show business. I would have had the smarts not to do that. I, and I would have left out my last name because no one could do my last name right. This is insane. Last really? night I got brought up as Matan again. It, it's utterly insane. That last name could it's be not super. not a difficult last name, It's though. German. It's super white. It could have been. Remember, with I mean, as people who've been listening to this show, I am for a fact Italian and then either um, Sephardic Jewish or Mexican on the other side. We're not sure. We're pretty sure. We're, we're betting on Sephardic Jew, but with, anything could happen. So my last name could be really rough to the naked right. tongue. And instead, it's basically short for Matterhorn. As I, I, I may or may not have exchanged a number with a lovely lady last night, and um, I told her this last name, and she's like, what is that, Irish? But I like how she saw that was simple. I'm like, no, it's German. Someone supposedly was climbing the goddamn Matterhorn. And that's how mm. we got her name, and then Ellis Island said, nuh-uh, boom, and they, they cut that cut off. Enough. If not, it still makes her a great story. So um, people butcher it. They, uh, Madden, Matan, meet, Meeting. It's, it's stupid. It's insane. It, it, should, it could be like a Matanelli, and no right. one, would, and then probably everyone would get that right. Jimmy Metz. Now you're really Jimmy trying to make Metz. me low-level mob informant. <laughs> hey, just, Jimmy I, Metz sold him out. I'm so used to you having a fun name to say. Oh, I know. I, that I, you know, like, I'm going to miss it. I'm I'll, still that guy. It's still tattooed on my arm. It's, it's, just, it's just so much fun to say. And to refer to you, it's when people don't know you. And I was, yeah, I was talking to my friend Mad Dog, because I'm so used to saying it. It comes out so matter-of-factly, it makes me sound like I really got like a crew going. I know, <laughs> I know, my friend. Do you friend. know what you're doing for us? All the people I've that you were looking cool in front of? Well, I'm going to get a t-shirt with four mad dogs and two of them on each other's backs, chicken <laughs> fighting, just to blow people's minds to get everyone back. But I think, I think, uh, or is it even just Jim? Jim Matter. Jim. I don't know, Jim Diamond Ma Jim. Diamond Jim. <laughs> See, it's going to be hard not to keep throwing a nickname to me. Um, the other day, Artie Foucault... He's like, sees me in the streets, and he's like, are you mad, dog? Oh, who the hell are you now? I go, James, sweet baby James. I shouldn't add any more nicknames no. around me at all. Now people, this is sweet I'm going to get brought up to that. Sweet baby James. If I was Jim, I'd be like Diamond Jim Bandy. Like, that would be insane. What's yeah, you're a nickname kind of guy, man. I'm Nicky Nicknames. I do love to give <laughs> nicknames to people. You do. I'm like, only, uh, we have a guest I haven't introduced him yet. Um, he's going to be coming on here in a matter of moments. He has a daughter who is a, a lesbian. I find that fascinating uh, to pick someone's brain about being a parent of someone who's into the same sex and 
how they feel about that. And so we're going to be bringing him on. But he might get a nickname by the end of the show. I've known him for years, and I haven't gotten him a nickname yet. Oni Perez. Oni. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I'll get it. It's going to happen, Oni. We're going to get you on here. I do love nicknames. I think I don't know if it's the Italian thing. I don't know if it's being a goon. But, like, uh, man, I guess this is three weeks in a row. We, we barely talked about the name change last week a little bit. It's still new, so we'll talk about it. Guys, don't worry. It's not going to be every week forever. But if it was, who gives a shit? There's other options for you. You can listen to Corolla. <laughs> talk to you about being a libertarian. Um, I love nicknames. Part of it, Laker and I are close to the same age, and we some of the same interests growing up, metal and all that stuff. Everyone had a nickname. It was just great. Like uh, yeah, Slash, having a nickname. Axel yeah. Rose, all that shit. Wrestling was so mainstream in the '80s, and so that seeps in your dice, yeah. dice clay, boom. Yeah. And it was like, okay, no, it, are it personalizes it. It's good. I like. I think nickname shows a closeness. And then, of course, in Goodfellas, that scene with Johnny roast beef, and of course, Jimmy two times. I mean, that in that just impacts your life. Mm-hmm. I never had a good nickname. How dare you? I've given you one for 42 weeks. 19 Sweets. That's my nickname. <laughs> Triple Sweet is great. Triple Sweet's good. I still think you're the ace. ace. Ace is a good name for you, damn it. It's a good name. Ace, ace. is a great... Who doesn't want to be called Ace? I just don't... I feel like it, it's it's arbitrary. What makes me an ace? Because you're the ace in the hole, baby, with this show. Okay. Like I told you, I couldn't have done it without you. You came in the 11th hour, came in, hit... Home run at the home run, baby. <laughs> you did it quietly like Hank Aaron, but that's still, you're going to get to 750. Call me Hank. 755. <laughs> that's your new name? All right, Hank Suswine. Yeah. I want to sound like an older Jew. The, oh, well, Hank Herbert. the Ace. Right. Hank the Ace <laughs> Suswine is the greatest older Jew name of all time. Famous, there was a famous Jewish Ace. Really? Back in the, the good old days of Vegas. In my good old days, anyone who says that, Laker, what do you think people mean when they say the good old days? Like uh, mob days. Thank you. <laughs> um, the character that De Niro plays in Casino, Lefty Rosenthal, is based on Ace Rothstein. Wow. Oh, no, actually, it's vice versa. Sorry. De Niro's the fiction. So there's a great fictionalized Jew, Ace Rothstein, based on Lefty Rosenthal. But Ace Roth, that's a good Ace. name. Okay, I'll take it. Jeez. No, I'm giving. I'm <laughs> taking it and giving it to Oni now. The hard thing about the nickname is introducing yourself by the nickname. Very difficult. And that I could never master because I uh, had nickname, different nicknames. What did ne- you have? The only good one. Once again, I'm offended. I've been calling you Lake Show for five years. No, I, I worked, when I dropped out of, I dropped out of college and I started working as a PA on movies and I was selling, but I would, I had the first movie I worked on, I had to sell fish because I was only going, I would only work there a couple days a week. Fish. And they used to call me fish because I was selling fish at the supermarket and they'd be like, can you go work? I was like, oh, I got to sell fish that day. Be like, so you had another job selling fish. Yeah, and I worked on, but, and then the fish credits. Fish is a good name. And then fish. the credits of the movie Fallen. The, the Denzel Washington movie. Yes, Fallen. where they sing I, at the Time ve- is on my side. If you go the very, very, very end where they have the list of PAs, it says Chris Fish Laker. Hmm. That is pretty outstanding. But I could never. I'm bringing you up as that. I never could introduce myself as Fish. You know, it sounds stupid. I have to wait for other people to say it, and then the, so the new person would pick up on. But it died uh, after that. It died after that. I worked after that movie because I wasn't going to call myself that. I couldn't like you being able to say introduce, put your hand out and say mad dog. You know, like I be that, that's that's hey, that that's got a, incredibly weird though. Yeah. And I started going James. People look, people are gonna call me mad dog. You have a choice. 
giving you options. Yeah, and if you want to call me something else, it's free country. You do what you want. You <laughs> call me mush mouth. I don't give a shit. So do what you need. And but yeah, it did get to, and that's one of the, the reasons I went to change as well because it was just like, this is getting weird. I am, I'm getting grays. I'm going bald. I got, I, I got grays also. Let me see. You still got a good head of hair. Yeah. Good and dark. It. Darker than the Dickens. I don't even know if that's an actual analogy that makes any sense. Dark is the Dickens. I use Dickens a lot and I use Jaybird a lot. Okay. From uh, Naked as a Jaybird, I'll just say something as a Jaybird. I'm hungry as a Jaybird. Maybe they don't eat. They're pretty skinny <laughs> birds. They're not fat. Ravens are always eating, picking yeah. and shit. What's their problem? Vultures. Vultures nonstop. Ravens, ah. those vultures. <laughs> and real quick, where are vultures? Are they in America? Yeah, we got in the West. In the West, there's vultures. The condor. That's not the same bird, is it? It's close. They're definitely related. Real quick, <laughs> and then we gotta we'll go to the musical bed, and then we'll bring in our guest. But this is something I want to discuss. Okay, so you're saying vultures are close to condors? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go smaller. Let's go a little a little smaller in the in the animal world. That's something I just learned. Did you know about hornets? Yes. No one saw this coming. First of all, I've had two separate hornet incidents in my apartment in a week. Really? In a week. In my home, in my bedroom, where oh, my no. children come and play. <laughs> Rocco, my children! Godfather too. Um, hornets, right? All of a sudden I hear, and I look, and, and it's in my lamp, in my uh, shade to the window, hornet. Now you're saying hornet and not like bee or wasp because you know it's a hornet. It's a hornet. It's got the stripes. It's a goddamn hornet. So Anthony DeVito, my roommate, and I, for 10 minutes are staring at it, figuring out what our game plan is. We're both pretty sure we're allergic to bees. Now, I'll get to something later. Mm, Doesn't mean we're allergic to them. Of course I am, without a question. <laughs> I get, I call my buddy T, Timothy Stiles, who does the music for the show, and he is a bug man by trade, and he told me, just get some soap and water and stop being a pussy, pal. All right, I'll talk to you later. He doesn't really talk like that, but God, if he did, it'd be so amusing. And so, so um, he gave I, it a bath. I get, I wish, but how, I don't have a bottle of water around, so I get disinfect. And actually, he ends up taking the bottle from me, Anthony, sprays it, hits it with a shoe. He was so intense, but he could not see through the shades. Mm. I was farther back, and I'm like going, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. He doesn't right. understand the clock thing <laughs> with direction, and he's, he's like, you can't tell me that. I'm like, three inches to the left. Okay, bomb. And then he hits it. It was all good. A few days later, this Sunday, I'm about to go meet up with my buddy who's in town and his girl. And oh my God, now there's no one there on shoe detail. I'm not coordinated enough to spray and shoe hit. I'm not. Mm. Finally, 45 minutes later, him and his girl, Anthony and his girl, come back from the bakery. But then I can't see the damn thing. I'm like, oh my God, I need to be tracking this because we can't have this hornet running around our, our apartment. And I would have been letting it go and now it could poison and sting his girlfriend. It'd be terrible. So then I go look. And I'm like, maybe it came out from where it came in. And I look and it's in the other window, and it's just sitting there, and I have the, the disinfectant. I start spraying it! Boom, 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 And they just lose it. So people, if you want to get rid of them, just spray it with disinfect. And finally, it's laying on the end, at the bottom of the window. Anthony walks in, and the thing, you gotta, you gotta love the effort they still give. Still throwing her little ass in the air, trying to take out as many with it. It's right. like, I'm going Kamikaze. down, I'm taking you with me. Right. And had a lot of heart, kind of like, um, Patricia Arquette as Alabama Worley in True Romance. When James Gandolfini's beating her up, and he's, oh, you got a lot of heart, kid. I'll give you one shot. But then Anthony squashes her. But here's my thing. I looked this up. Hornets are wasps. Mm. They're not bees. 
Now, I'm allergic to bees. Anthony's allergic to bees. My stepdad, who I think is listening, allergic to bees. We get stung by bees, poison starts shutting down our body. Wasps are the sworn enemies and the opposite of bees. Um, I think it makes you powerful. That's what I was going to say. What if <laughs> Maybe we're doing the wrong thing. Maybe a wasp stings us, and all of a sudden, it's like a vitamin B shot. Right. Little nope. steroids. No uh, pun intended, but it wouldn't be vitamin, vitamin B, B because vitamin wasp, but whatever. Lake Show. The, I would... Um... I would vote for anybody that would say that I'm going to kill all the bugs. <laughs> I think if we need to kill, why are we, we need to kill them all. They're, they're, they're our enemies. But don't they help all the ecosystem? All of them. Bench, you, you you're more intelligent than me. Yeah, they do. Don't we need, they if pollinate. we got rid of all insect, insects, we'd die, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well. I think so. There was some years, many years ago, Rudy Giuliani fucking just killed every mosquito in the city. <laughs> Mosquitoes could go fuck They're themselves. the worst. He, they, They're they, useless. They, they, they flew over the city in helicopters and just sprayed and sprayed and probably uh, sure took a few years off of everybody's exactly. life that was there. <laughs> but, but it was God worth goddamn, it. There was, not, there was not a goddamn mosquito in this city, I would say, for about five, six years after that. Like, Wait. you just, there weren't. And then they They're back came now. Back. Yeah. And well, they're it's been the worst. A while. It was Giuliani. I mean, it was a long time. So it was like a 10 good years trade? ago. Let's say it's like five years off your life, but no more mosquitoes. Man, mosquitoes are bad. And here's another reason why mosquitoes are bad. They cause confusion because when you wake up bit by them, initially you're not sure if it's a mosquito right. or bed bug. So right. now you go through bed bug scare, which I've had too many times again. I actually mm-hmm. had them. And then I'm a hypochondriac and I wake up and just the other day, and then we got, we got to get on here. Um, my roommate comes back. He's on his way home from a road gig, and he's like, "Don't want to scare you." This is always the the best way to scare someone. Say, like, "I don't want to scare you, but I have bites." You just, I'm in a cab with my friend. This is after Hornet Scare 2014. He's like, uh, "I need someone to bring me a bag and throw my clothes in there, and we have to prepare for bed bugs." He w- he was eaten by mosquitoes, though. Don't mm. you have Don't you have the things on your mattress? No, I got rid of it, man. Yeah, the I, thing. I, I look. I, I kind of, but I also look at. I do look at bed bugs like AIDS. Like I'm not getting those. <laughs> I'm not getting them. I'm not gonna get them. Yeah, mind over matter. When somebody like when someone tell me like yeah, which I, uh, my girlfriend said she had. Uh, she thought she had bites. I don't have any fucking bites. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled Jedi shit with her because I actually am the same way. I'm like I'm just not getting it. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I have a thing on my bed though. You're smart. But I, and I don't think, and it's like a, it's like one of those foam mattresses, like the memory. I don't think they can live in there anyway. Yeah, I had mm. one of those, and then I got a new bed that was lit, left to me when I moved into this apartment, and went to get the thing. I got the wrong size; it ripped. I said, "Fanabla, I'm not going back there." Do you think the bugs are attacking because you lost the Mad Dog? There's no longer the. Fear well, I don't of think I'm being a. Let's not start these <laughs> goddamn rumors that all of a sudden I got. Pet bugs. No, the hornet attack. Oh, the hornet. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. That now they lost the fear that was keeping them outside. It's proof that I'm doing the right thing because a real mad dog would not stare at the hornet for 50 minutes waiting for his roommate and his girlfriend to get done eating their curds and ways at Martha's (laughs) Bakery on Dittmar's Boulevard. Okay? So... um, this was a great warm-up. We'll be back in a second. Um, we're going we're gonna to break it down with my main man, Oni Perez, um, about being a parent to someone who's interested in the same sex. Fascinating. We'll be back in a second. This is Lust for Life. Bop, 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 boom. Play music. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't, man. Yeah, I can't, man. 
Getting the cheese, baby. All right. We, oh, man, it's still 1911, though, which is almost 911, which is okay. This is Lost for Life. We are back. I want to say, look, I'm selling out. I don't, now that I'm James Mattern, I'm, I'm going to leave this podcast and I'm going to go to NPR. So mm-hmm. that's why when I come back from breaks, I have to be like, okay, okay it's yeah. 13 past the hour. We have someone who has a book coming out that you're not going to read and we're going to talk to him. That's my NPR impression. That's your NPR. Okay, nice. All love the NPR. Um, with us, baby, my main man, the very funny, the very talented, the very mo. Fohawken. I love that shit. You're a dab of Fohawk. I love it, baby, and it works. My main man, Oni Perez, baby. Give love. Give love. What's up, everyone? Thanks for having me on, man. This is Thank great. You. It's a pleasure to have it's you. It's great to listen to you guys. Very funny, man. I mean, we, we get along a little bit. I say man. Mad Dog and Ace show from now on. Mad Dog and Ace. Yeah, that's fucking dope. <laughs> now, and that fulfills Chris's need for a bossy. Mm-hmm. Those are Mad two dog badass and, bike riding yeah. dudes. Yeah, that's. I'll, be, I'll, I'll bring fish back. I'm fish. <laughs> That would be Mad Dog and Fish. It's a traveling show right. where we go around and we go to to oh, man. like biker towns. Can we get a traveling show? I want to on this show. on this network. Well, the network will Stamp New York Labs pay for a travel for a show? traveling show? Because yeah. it'll, it'll get. I all, like it. Let's do it. It'll it'll convey on podcast. <laughs> Boy, you should really look at the ruins here in El Paso. No one can see shit. But all right, you're not selling it now. <laughs> I'll sell it. I'll sell yeah, it. How about this? How about like one of those? You know, like the taco trucks. Yes. So it's a show. You can drive around and then just perform anywhere. Do I do I have to make tacos? No, 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 no food. All right. Yeah, I'm let's out. do it. You know the Rolling Stones did. Uh, they performed in the back of like a truck, for like uh, Exile or Sticky Fingers. They were traveling around like New York City and London, or one go. of them, the two, playing like Brown Sugar. Could you imagine just trying to do your day? You know, go drink your coffee, and all of a sudden, Brown Sugar, and it's like, oh, that's that's Mick and Keith. How did this happen? True. Yeah, Truth. man. And then you either saw it or you didn't. That's there's it. no. There's no cell phone footage right. well I'm gonna lie and say I was there piss on him even though yeah. I wasn't born it's yet it's gotta be hard though to play all that shit at the back of a truck they were probably so high they didn't okay. even realize right. I mean, they didn't know it was like the truck. bang bus yeah. that's a problem that's a, even that's hard I have never had sex in a moving vehicle and I just think it would be difficult yeah. I have masturbated on a plane and that's not as easy as one would think but we'll save that for another episode <laughs> alright so Oni let, let, let's cut it up with you my, my main man um, where to begin in this delicate subject. So you are a parent. How old are you? Let's start with your age. 36. You're 36. Same age. And how old? You have how many kids? I have two daughters. They're 17 and 15. 17. And your 17-year-old is a lesbian. That is correct. Okay. So when did you find this out? When did the, did you have hints of this early? Um, w- yeah, we found out around the time she was 12 years old. 12 years old. Wow. That, yeah, it, it went back. Well, I, I, I knew earlier, but you don't want to do that. I'm stereotyping it. Mm-hmm. Type mm-hmm. of, she was a well, tomboy. Well, what were the stereotypes? Okay. Very tomboyish. Uh, didn't like any of the girly stuff because, like, her little sister had all the dolls and the princess things and what have you, and she hated all that. She had no interest from the jump. From the that, jump. Of that stuff. At wow. first, I just thought she was not rebelling but like didn't want to like what her little sister liked just trying to go against that because mm-hmm. um, the little sister was like more drawn to just being daddy's girl so I thought I thought she was just like rebelling against that whole thing but then right around so I didn't want to stereotype it based off of solely that and then right around 12 she wrote a note to like some 
counselor who was like 18 and she had been around like she had just done gone through camp with her and told her she'd liked it it was very innocent you know just she wrote a counselor so she went to camp now yes. let's say you now this is in florida you're this from florida. florida you're from That's south correct. florida miami area miami okay and man i didn't realize you all send your kids to camp in florida too no 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 <laughs> not it was like just the summer camp where her mother at the school where her mom worked okay yeah it was just but they the school had like a pool and it was very uh you were married to her mom from. let's break let's i think we need to break down okay the relationship as well for this yeah. to present this to everyone um, were you married to the mom or no? Yeah, I got married when I was uh, 18. And you guys split up when? When 25, 26. So when no, she no, was... Uh, 24. So when Ish. she was five. Yeah, five and three. Five and three. Yeah. So do you think that's what happened? Th- that's I why I want to bring it up because there's that mm. argument. And that's why I want to... We could chop it up <laughs> yeah, and see yeah, yeah. if it is nature or nurture. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's nature, but we can go with this. Um... So at five, you guys break up, and you stay in Florida. Stay in Florida. You're still in Florida, and you're oh, seeing yeah. your your daughters as much as you can. Yeah, every other weekend, once during the week, doing the whole uh, you know weekend dad thing. Weekend dad, and you say when the other now how about before the other the other I make it sound like you know that <laughs> other kid, but before her sister came around, which I've learned that's how you're supposed to refer to the new child. You're not came supposed around. to say baby or nothing like that. You're supposed to say. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, came around. Uh, sister or brother, you're never supposed to say baby because that messes with their head, uh, the older kid's head. But um, before that, oh, I know she was super shit. young. She didn't like, where pe- I'm guessing people were getting her teddy bears and stuffed animals and that. Was she okay with that up till a certain age? Never a Barbie. Like, you gave her a Barbie at one age, clearly. Barbies didn't come in to, until she was around five or six because the little sister wanted them. Because the little, but she mm. never saw a commercial for Barbie and was like, I need that. Uh, if she did see the commercial for Barbie, she'd never expressed wanting one. Hers was always like animals. She was like really into that, like uh-huh. uh, one horses and and she, deeply into animals. anything with animals. Animals and a lot of like uh, like uh, sort of like unicorns and dragons and shit like that. Out of you know sci fi ish whatever you call mm. that genre fantasy. Fantasy. There you go. And she st- she was the one. She started reading like books very early on. And then That's got into the hole. <laughs> too <laughs> too too early. <laughs> Way too educated. That's that's where it happened. I that's think. what happened to Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's how that's what got Burroughs. Um, so you kind of saw it early. You never expressed it. Did you- no, specifically when her mom told me because uh, they found the letter. Well, the girl turned in the letter. You know, and, and then they were kind of playing it off like maybe she just has an. And the girl was a counselor. I'm She's sorry, a, can- a counselor. Yeah, a counselor at the school, and at she school. would go hang out during the day with her mom at the school well, that they, mom she works. went to camp okay my both my daughters went to the camp there at the school and as a matter of fact when they got older they were they became counselors themselves uh turning other girls into lesbians no uh <laughs> she- that's where it starts <laughs> it's a factory read just start reading <laughs> no she throw away those dolls right. read 1984 <laughs> so she was in the camp and i guess the girl was one of their counselors yes and so she writes the letter to that girl and just Boldly handed to her, and the letter says that she's attracted to other women, or she's attracted to that counselor. I, it was more like I think you're really sweet, and I think you're really nice, and uh, for them it's like I'd like to talk to you on the phone, kind of thing. Oh, very smart. Feel it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go right out there. Exactly. She's got game. That's At twelve. That's very intelligent. Stepped into it. Yeah, she slow stepped it and was bold. So I gotta 
at the same time. And then the counselor came to you and she's like, look came at to this the mom, letter. Right. Turned it in as uh, protecting her own fucking self, I guess, too. Got this right. kid trying well, to hit on you. That's, yes. <laughs> so, of course, in Florida, if there's ever a state that's going to turn their back to that, let's be honest. Right. Your home state's known for the nuttiest <laughs> shit of all time. It is. Uh, man. Age of consent in Florida is thirteen. So really, months. Thirteen months in Florida. I think it's months. It used to be embryo. Sounded a little old to me. I like, <laughs> yeah, wait, I don't know it specifically, but it sounds <laughs> teens. No. Yes, and 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 before thirteen, as long as you have a signature of someone who pretends to be a parent, right. not even an actual parent. Like, yeah, I'm her uncle. Close enough. <laughs> I'm a guardian. Um. So that gets turned in. Mom fine, obviously deals with it, and then when I get to the school, because I remember it was on my Wednesday when I went to go pick them up, mm-hmm. and so her mom pulls me to the side, and before I go, I go get. She texts me like, "Come see me before you go get the kids," because we didn't really say hi or any of that shit. So then she tells me she's like, she starts off her first words out of her mouth were, "Would you be surprised or upset if Sarah was gay?" And I said. Uh, my, I was like, I kind of, kind of expected it. That was just the words that came out of my mouth. I that didn't just came out. Of think you. that through. Just pop, pop. Pure gut reaction. Pure gut reaction. And she was like, she laughed initially, but then she was like, you, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the laugh was because of how blunt and spontaneous your answer was, I'm, or do you think deep down she might have thought it as well? I'm hilarious. <laughs> you are time. hilarious, Arnie. No one's denying. It was all timing that. on that one. Of course. You know? But do you think maybe she saw a bastion of truth in that herself? Of course. I think so. I think so. I think that's where it came from. She was like uh, realizing, yes, I've seen this too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wouldn't say it like that. So, and then, yeah, and then you see the letter? Uh, yeah, I read some of it. It was, you know, I wasn't going to analyze it or anything like that. But I read the first couple paragraphs. And the mom had already pointed out, like, uh, look, here, you, know, you can tell it's. She was trying to tell me you can tell it's uh, innocent in some sense. Look at the words she's using, and yes, you know, it's, from what you told me, it sounds very innocent. Right, but I could see how you would at that age, or if you're the counselor, you're going. Well, there's this is crush. Like, mm. This this seems like there's more than just I want to hang out and throw <laughs> rocks at a lake. Yeah, there's a pillow fight somewhere. In there's there. a, a hmm. pillow fight. Truth and dare, <laughs> which I didn't start playing in my thirties, but that's. Never too late. Never, never late than never. Um, so here's late. the thing. Uh, she, the mom asks me not to confront her about it. Okay. She's very embarrassed. Your she daughter was embarrassed. Super embarrassed. She didn't, she didn't know that that's how these things come out where adults are notified about this. And she didn't think she was doing anything crazy wrong. Did or she feel like betrayed that. by the counselor? Perhaps. I'm not sure. Again, I wasn't allowed to confront. Let's talk about it. Just lay back and let's watch this play out is almost what the mom asked me to do. And I uh, I said, I, I don't know why, but I said, all right, that's what you, know, what you think. Let's see how else she expresses this. I've already talked to her kind of thing. She didn't want me to tell you. Mm. She felt embarrassed kind of stuff. So, so I didn't. Okay. And then for two years, nothing was said. You, you, you just pretend that it didn't even happen in a sense. Yes. Also, I was like, "Great! I don't want to have to do. I don't want to confront this right now with a twelve-year-old." I was like, right. "Sweet, yeah, <laughs> no problem. Let's see how this plays out." What do you think you would have said if you had to? You, uh, at, you being at that age and her being at that age. Yes. Yeah. See, I don't. I. Uh, I think I would have done it all wrong. Just come off too strong. Like kind of like you can tell me if you're gay, and they start throwing these adult words at <laughs> yes. her, and she would have freaked out. 
How did you feel though? So you had the suspicion. You couldn't care either way. Either it doesn't matter all. to you. It's like you changed your fucking major. All right, cool, do that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm no longer secondary education. I'm right. I'm going to to go into broadcasting. Okay, keep your grades up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Was uh, her mother? I guess your your ex wife was she upset ab- about it? Was you think that's part of the reason? She's like, don't talk about it. You think mm. she was trying to block it out? I think in some say it was uh, her mom was born in Cuba and she comes from a more or mentally she's more of a conservative. Yes, she follows more of that old school Cuban mentality. Um, Catholic, Christian. Catholic, yeah. of course, and that complicates things in these matters. Although we have the reverse when it comes to family. Her mom and dad are much more progressive than my parents. My parents are way older, and they're from old Cuba, where, you know, that kind of stuff you don't talk about. And yes. So, hmm. uh, I think she tried to keep it on the DL for, because her herself, she wasn't ready to accept her oldest daughter might not be in a traditional mm-hmm. marriage or really, whatever, yeah. relationship, something like that. Me, on the other hand, I was a comic, you know, I fucking smoke pot like Yo. progressive and atheists and all this fucking shit where to me it was nothing at all well yeah and you know here's what, i want to bring this up to you i've seen this speculated a lot in television and movies of like particularly i think uh, californication and i think rescue me touched upon that where the dad gets very excited at the thought of the daughter being a lesbian because now you don't have to worry about teen pregnancy mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that ever go through your head? It did pop in a few times in my head. I obviously thought about it as a humorous thing. Um, some of my my friends later on, like my you know comics and shit, busted my balls about that. Not in a bad way. Like, yeah, yeah. man, you know she's not gonna be all over dudes now. <laughs> well, yeah, because that that's interesting too. Like, as a dad, did you ever feel as they're growing up? Did you take that traditional stance of, oh, first date, I'm coming? Like, I have a cousin in Rochester who told me on the first date. Of uh, he has twins, so I, I forget which one of them was going on the date. Some dude was to pick him up. Maybe it was both. I don't know. He came down in his karate garb with his black belt showing, like which is insane. What? But I well, I, that, I love it. There's like so such much. a weird thing when dads get so up into their the sexuality of their kid. Yes. Oh, to the point because it is even just weird that this even has to go down. Like eventually, this won't even go down. Like you're, you're you're in the like of like your kids' kids, or whoever. Well, their kids will just like one day show up with a dude or a chick and be like, "That's what it is." Well, I think like, so. Because it's like in, it's like uh, if I have to call my mom tomorrow and be like, "Mom, you know what? I've been really starting to jack a lot to milfs." I I you you have to tell your parents what you're sexually attracted to. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, I don't mean it like that. What I'm saying is, I think there's. There's probably less concern. Like, your girl brings well, home a girl now. Mm-hmm. You're not going to show up with a baseball bat or a karate guard, right? right? It's the violation. It's Guys, I think it's the fact that we have a penis and that you are a guy and you know that we're all animals. And the penetration is a violation in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so it feels more like you can't do that to my little girl. It's going to happen eventually. I mean, you, are, you do want grandkids probably. So it's going to happen. But there's something about knowing that act's going to happen right. to your little girl. But where, where it's girl on girl, 
So, so they rub each other a little bit and, 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 and get on their knees. And, and I'm sorry to make that joke or grow about all. your little girl, dude. And well, now we're just talking. Nothing. Now these are these are these are just random lesbians. These are, yeah. these are randoms. They're not. We don't know <laughs> right. what your girl looks like. So. These are the ones I actually watch. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that it's always the father that that is going to be uptight about it, right? That, that's kind of your point. Yes. Well, it's interesting that he, someone with a penis. And who had to do the same thing, I guess, to have that kid, right? Yes. He's got to woo the woman and deal with her dad. Then does the same thing when that little kid is looking to date. But, but the mom never has a problem. Or not never, but like is never like that. But I'm I'm thinking maybe mom, though, in this situation. You think it's switched now? Might. Because mm. want, uh, want to admit it or not, people do live vicariously, I feel, through their children. And That's so, true. Yeah. Like a dad wants his son to go out and get... Get, get girls. Prom queen, supermodel, yeah, go, and that's like, why go, when your son's yeah, gay, it's like... Oh, well, then, oh, you, he, then you gotta be like, go get that ass, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck that dude. Look at that guy. He goes from the, gotta, <laughs> the head cheerleader to uh, the, some guy yeah. on special teams. You know, that's that's not the same thing, dude. It's not the same. And, well, I tell you, I experienced it uh, two times. One, when, because she's dating girls. So, But initially, I, I'm not, I wasn't that puritanical about sex, so to me it wasn't like a thing that I was concerned about and I was never one of those dads that expressively said so I got a lot of friends now who now have kids and girls specifically who have expressed like I'm I'm gonna kill this that I can you know I'm getting guns around my yeah yeah I'm gonna bring a gun all this shit yes so I never thought I would be but now my daughter the youngest one now dates guys so it's not that I'm concerned about her having sex I don't want them to be sexually repressed or have some weird fucking issues and to where it develops into something else later on in life uh, I, I definitely uh, talk about it casually with her and about safe sex and all that. I've always done that um, when they came around the 13, 14 year old ages and they themselves were studying in school. So it's like, you can talk to me about it. But she does have a boyfriend. And my only concern would be don't get pregnant early and then that throws off the course of where your life can go. Education. Just makes it a lot harder for you to now deal. Not that Career. I wouldn't help you and would now fucking try to get you to still go to college and all this shit or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, but it's just going to make things a lot harder for you. So why put that stress on you? Definitely be smart about it. And I think that's the problem. People don't talk to their kids about it. They just go off and have sex. Just like it's this rebellious act now that they're doing, and they're careless about it. Obviously, they're nervous as fuck. Kind of forget all kinds of lessons that they've learned. Like make sure he has a con all the condom and all this shit. And um, you definitely want to educate them so they don't fuck up like that. But yeah. And so with you, the one with the girls, yeah. You eventually did so. All right, two years you don't speak. Let's go back now. You don't speak about it. And then how does it get brought up? Well, it gets brought, and my daughter just texts me that. She texts you she's a lesbian, yeah. full out. Full out of nowhere, Papa. Her mom is, like, telling me, uh, I don't want to keep saying it, but she she's uh going through shit. Like, not going through shit, but she's having problems. Not pro She seems a little depressed. I was like, all right, so what's going on? She was like, she wants to tell you something. Uh, but she doesn't know how to tell you. All right, what is it that she wants to tell you? And she doesn't. She well, she's not, she says I'm not going to tell you until she's ready. So then, like a day later, off the cuff, I just get this random text. You know, hey dad, it's me. Well, not hey, it's, it's like a, I'm a lesbian or something like that. I forget wow. it now in detail, but just specifically on that text. Mm -hmm. So, and, and your response to that? Okay, I'm taking it back. Like <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Probably, probably in the middle of a work shift, too. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Googly eyes. <laughs> Emoticon, right. Emoticon, shocked eyes Smiley kind of shit. Uh, initially, I, did, I was like, man, do I have to deal with this through a text? Right. But I'm dealing with a teenager in, you know, 
20, whatever the fuck it She's was. Petr- petrified to tell you. So text right. is a lot easier to do it and doesn't know how you're going to react. It's going to give you time to formulate your answer and mm-hmm. deal with your own shit. Sure. You know, so that's why she did that. So you get that. How soon till you respond? Do you need to walk around the block for a minute? Did, were you at work? Did you have to take no, a break? No, 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 no. I was chilling. I was, uh, was, uh, was at night-ish. Okay. You know? um, and I, I did take like a few to figure out how do I want to approach this. So that, as you should. Right. I don't want to... I don't want to make her have to say more than she has to about this. Because I know it took hard, it was hard enough just to do that. Uh, but I also don't want to th- dismiss it as like, oh, cool, don't worry about it. Because... That is not something that I guess somebody understands like your reaction would be. They kind of want you to have some concern. She clearly wants to have a conversation with you about it. Not, I mean, not right. a scold, scolding or, yeah, go get him, kid. But like, okay, let's discuss you. Sure. So initially, and this is what you're in. This is what you're about. So let's discuss you. So I know what you're about. I, I mean, that's what I would have gathered out of that. Right. I basically I just asked her if this is what she's been going through lately, like depression wise and dealing with school. Uh, then, then she said yes, and then we kind of just veered off of I'm gay for a second and dealt with that. Because mm-hmm. she was getting depressed. She was feeling some depression, and uh, I guess it was taking a, a toll in school and shit like that. Because she wasn't going to fit in, or people kind of figured out that she's a lesbian and were picking on her because of that? Yeah, yeah but maybe not pick. She's a, she's a tall. Tall girl. You know, and she's got some size on her. Okay. She'll put a whooping. Good, know, good. That kind of shit. And she went to like a private school. Again, her mom was the... Works at school, private school, very few kids, and definitely class clown-ish. So people liked her. Um, I just thought, I also thought maybe it's like how she knows my parents are conservative. How the whole family would would sure. take this information now. So yeah, I think it's just like the weight on her shoulders. Probably not a specific thing happening in school. I know my my brother came out a bunch of years ago, and he had the same thing. He just couldn't concentrate at school. There's just a lot you know, flying through your head and I'm going to talk to people and what's my life going to be and what family and all that. Right. Well, I'll say if I was gay, I would definitely, before I came out, I would definitely fuck up at school a lot. I would do no school work because you know you got the coming out. Right. You got an excuse. (laughs) You got, yeah. Use that. You got to use that coming out. (laughs) Don't just waste it. (laughs) You ask for some shit. Yeah. Do some, whatever you'd like to do. So you're saying you could flunk out. (laughs) And then when you come out, you can just go back to the principal and no, go, you, look, you, that's why. Yeah, just you, give me my diploma. Yeah, you could. I bet you. I don't know if you. I don't know if you get the diploma, but you could definitely get out of summer school. I bet with a good coming out. <laughs> you see this one point nine GPA? I think right. coming out's worth at least a one point two. Add me. I'm a three one baby. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta come out real though. You gotta for real come out. You can't fake come out for that. So what? Not be gay. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would probably faking you, it. You could probably fake come out, but I think that would catch up with you. So what? You have to like kiss your boyfriend uh, after you get drafted on ESPN. Is that like, <laughs> is that a real coming out or no? You I think they don't want have, you to be that comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely have to have like a you know you start uh, chasing some cock. Chasing. <laughs> yeah, we need TMZ right. to follow us. Chasing. You some need cock. rumors in the school is what you need. But there's, I I thought kids were so comfortable with it now. I'm so it, it's shocking to me. It's sad that that kids still go through it like that. You know. Yeah. Because you think that that kids, in general, wouldn't make fun of a kid. I they, think it's getting better now. And that, but uh, to, to think that they still have to go through like a whole process of like, oh, man, I got to do this thing. I a generation or two, at least in major cities, probably. It'll be no big deal. I think you're right. 
in, in a generation two, at least in the big cities, it's going to probably take a while in the middle still. But you could tell, I mean, honestly, I discuss this a lot, being like a 36-year-old comic who uh, messes with people and, uh, you know, talks about race here and there. Um, kids today, the millennials, don't see race. And people think that's bullshit. They really don't. They really, you ask them what their, what their ethnicity is and they don't really know or even care or just, well, I'm an right. American. And that's beautiful. And it is kind of unique. And I, I, th- I also think they don't really care about sexual orientation anymore or anything like that. Anymore. It's really becoming we're just all people. Is it the liberal use of the N-word you think that, Dan? <laughs> what do you mean? That it's changed? <laughs> the, with the A at the end. Like there was these kids that were like all these white kids in some school down south. And they didn't even mean it by anything. They just wrote like N-word, we made it like 2014 for like their graduating class. They just This is a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but with the and A because because with the A, yeah. all right, like like in the rap music that these kids love, they want to call right. each other that. And there's the term white, you know, N word A. Yes, which I don't like that word. <laughs> I you love that you wrote. I'll say that word. It, the word is wigger. No, no, no. Just like a black dude be like, yo, like I, I I'll, I'll say the, I'm gonna say the, I'll say the full full word just for the for the. Pocket. I heard. And I, we're I was gonna soundbite it and use it against walking, you whenever we need. I was walking behind two young, like, Puerto Rican kids, I think, and they were like, "Yeah, I was playing this this white nigga on Xbox, and he was good." You know, like you know, they right. were like they say white nigga, like right. as a word, that, like they like not meaning anything. Like the N words become right. dude. Right. Exactly. To kids. And you're saying that's helped. Actually, break. I'm just. I'm, break I'm, I'm throwing it out there. I agree with that. I, I can see it in some sense of just you're not cat. You're not seeing race in that separation of the old school style. It's just everything is everything. Everybody can be anything. They use the word very casually and not give. I've seen Asian little Asian kids on the on the train saying it. You know, just everybody. I've seen everybody yeah. actually. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I still think. You don't see white people use it that much. You know, I think there's certain reasons. Spanish folk in New York City, without a question, I've always wondered. I, Miami, too. Puerto Ricans yeah. when did that just happen? be dropping N-bombs. When did that come? And not even the, the black-skinned Puerto Ricans. And even the black-skinned. I love black-skinned Spanish people say they're not black. I love that. It's like, no, then what? Then no one's black. Just because <laughs> you're Spanish, too. What the hell is Roberto Clemente? Right. Was he a white, white well, Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. White Spanish. I don't know how we got on this, but supposedly that that's your that's well, your thought, Lake Show. Well, I think the point is if you couldn't talk about anything openly and not have the the historical context tied into it, it means you're framing it in a way you're if you're not trying to cause any harm and you're really just talking about, you know, my friend or this dude I'm playing with on Xbox, then why not? No harm was caused from that. It's a way like almost if you could laugh at something, you really can own it. Right, and if you're unwilling to laugh at it, it means you haven't really conquered that in your mind. Like kids grew up with like rap music being yes. the predominant music in the culture. Yes, without and, a question. And there's still, I mean, there's still tons of like institutional racism, but they don't know about that yet. Right. So <laughs> that's the other thing too. They're not in corporate America. Yeah. Right. So I think that they they're definitely they're, yeah they're probably less aware. I mean, I even see it from younger. I feel like you, if you listen to the younger black comics, the way they talk about race is very different. Incredibly mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. You know, like the guy's just starting out now. It's very different than. Well, like Lady Bruce said, the, it, it's the intent. It's not the word itself. Right. So if you just use it with no malice, then what's the point? 
But I will say though that the gay boys do get teased a little bit more. Yeah, because they're not manly. I mean, that's the ones what it that comes are to yes. flamboyant-ish. There's some I'm sure that nobody even knows about. They go into yes. college football. And I cannot and wait, and this is going to sound insensitive initially, but there's nothing but good intentions. I can't wait for someone in the locker room or on the field to say something ignorant to Michael Sam. God willing, he makes the team, and Michael Sam is um, going to whoop their ass. They've asked him about it. He will be able to handle himself, and that dude who then calls him faggot or whatever or homo or something derogatory after he gets his ass whooped by the gay guy will be out of the league. Just so you, you know. At the same time. He'll have to be worried about his job more than the actual gay guy. Without more a question. So, more so now after this whole uh, incident with the, uh, what was his name? The old man with the Clippers. Oh, Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Sterling. Now they've already set a precedence. If you yeah. express yourself in that manner, uh, right. negative against race or Sexuality, I think they'll now, but it'll be all encompassing. What's interesting we've gotten here, but uh, and we have to start wrapping up, unfortunately, and we'll get back to you and your daughter's relationship in a second. But this all ties in together. Mm-hmm. That issue, though, the, the Sterling thing, don't get it twisted. That wasn't about race. Adam Silver's decision, the color is green, it's not black or white. He did that because the league was basically going to do a mutiny. They, it was going to be a coup. Yeah. They, people were going to not show up. There's still that threat if Sterling's not out of uh, control by November. We'll see if the players actually do that. But th- this is where it's interesting. It was the players had a power move, and it forced it. How many of those players also then use faggot and all that stuff all the time? Now, when they get caught, are they going to be uh, under the insensitivity uh, flag? Are they going to be their feet to the fire as well. That's going to be the interesting be thing in the next couple of years now. It'll be interesting. Because you can point your finger and go, well, my owner's a racist. Well, you're going around probably spitting on gay people here and there. Absolutely. I think it'll be it'll be exciting. Okay, and it's going to happen. It's, something's going to happen. I mean, this is far from over with his saga, and it's far from all, over to see how society judges athletes and how they do things. You know, because they're mm-hmm. saying... what. Well, you don't think some of these black guys in the NBA uh, refer to their agents as blank, blank, stupid Jew or the greedy Jew? Well, I mean, and the, if they get caught with that, are they going to have to miss the, games? The, 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 are we going to judge them as well? This is a big thing that's going to yeah. happen. Now. They get so upset about a, uh, what some somebody says a word. Donald Sterling was known to be like he right. to be a racist dude he was for years he, there was rumors of there it. was there was uh there was discrimination he had some kind of discrimination the housing, the housing right. case nobody gave a shit right and how many how many athletes have been i mean michael vick killed dogs he he's back but he served and his time fun, to, he served in his his death time. society but i mean if he said faggot there's no debt he's out He's out. If if somebody says the if, if oh if a white athlete says the N word, that's a big, that's a bigger deal than if he punches his wife in the face. Yeah. So what does that you say about I mean? our society? It's insanity. It's like just or understand have, these yeah. are gladiators. They're fucking psychopaths. They'll say shit. They're gonna do shit. We want to watch them jump and throw, and be huge. Right. And that is going to make for not the most, like, eloquent human being. Right. Definitely I actually, not sensitive. I actually wonder if someone says some sort of, sort of uh, slur, is it going to have the same backlash as Donald Sterling? Because I bet 
there are a lot of people in the NBA in the NFL that don't disagree with some anti homophobic statements. It's While it's more question, rare, and some of them voiced it on Twitter the day yeah. of, and the league says right. that ain't gonna happen, fella. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I mean, the league should. I mean, the fact that the league puts a, says when someone tweets, if you're in the NFL and you tweet, oh, that's gross. You shut the fuck up. But here's here's an interesting thing, and I agree with that. Do you think, and now as a father of a lesbian, do you think the league is doing this because they are in support? of people and their choices and their lifestyles? Or do you think, once again, I think it could be argued that the, the real color for this is green. The Michael Sam jersey selling. Mm-hmm. Gay people, if he makes a team who don't even know football or like football, will watch and support the Rams, there will be a flow of cash. Like a river running wild, baby. <laughs> like a Bruce Springsteen lyric. Because he's gay. And if that's the case, which I think there's a, I think it's at least 60% the motive of the NFL, how does that make you feel as someone who actually supports their child for being who they are? Um, you know, I never want it to be like a thing now. Yes. So now gay is a market that we should, you know, kind of go exploit, seek. Yeah, right. exploit or in any direction. Just they got so much money. <laughs> they are wealthy, dude. Yeah, we'll wait till they get more kids, and then that will change everything. When they they're gonna adopt more, I I don't know. I don't. I I think uh, if it, if it's done properly, like we're stopping homophobia in any sense um, from people who want to discriminate or or make somebody feel uncomfortable in uh, in that little fucking world that they live in. Fine, but again, it's like Chris says; these guys are not these are fucking football players, dude. I, I can't imagine. They're going to be sensitive, or all of them are going to be sensitive. Didn't didn't the NFL just implement something about the N word being used on the field? Yes. Uh, so again, it's like that's this is their world. This is the the you're you know you're supposed to be a tough dude. You're supposed to be a gladiator. They use probably fag in the other more so in the weaker sense versus the you sleep with men sense. Yes. So uh, it's it's I I've I've used it in a fucking around kind of way with my friends. You know. Yes. Uh, if you scream at a bug, I might call you that, you know, but I'm being not again, not that you you might. Yeah. So, well, our age, it was just the word of not being masculine, right? Unfortunately, it has become a derogatory and Chris and I've discussed a lot. I know you don't not use it. I, I use it. I use it in describing people using that word and, and that, in that context. But, uh, like I said, I'm not gonna lie. It was a lot of effort over the years. (laughs) <laughs> to not call someone that word when they drop a football. It, 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 for years, I still say cocksucker because that's not necessarily homosexual. <laughs> no, no that's, just, time, that's just misogynist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just it sounds great. Yeah, sure. it sounds great. Or, or I, you're recognizing the penis is disgusting. I call it, it is goddamn, but uh, don't tell the girls that. Um, mm-hmm. When the Cavs won the lottery, holy, I mean, my, my roommate took, he filmed me doing this. I'm like, those cocksuckers again, it's a bunch of bullshit, mother... It's just, that's what came out. And it feels good. All right? It's to happen. It's just the words you end up saying it. But I have consciously... I remember uh, having a gay boss back in the day, waiting tables. Uh, clearly gay, cool dude would hang out with us. Um, his roommate, this girl, was dating one of my boys for a minute. So we go over there, drink wine, hang out, listen to Smiths and Depeche Mode. Big shocker at the gay guy's house. I remember once getting furious at someone, maybe a table, and saying cocksucker, and then turning to him and go, sorry, Dean. He goes, no, they were cocksuckers. That's uh-huh. fine. And that note, any closing um, about uh, your relationship with your, your, 
Amazing. Your daughter's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And has she brought girls? Oh, have you met her girlfriends? I've taken her out on dates with. Uh, she had one little girlfriend that kind of was the one. And you take them out. I have. They've they've broken up since, but uh, not only gay and black. So there you go. Well, there you go. Killing two birds Ooh. right there. Mm-hmm. Look, I took pictures. You progressive, progressive Cuban. Right. Progressive Cuban. <laughs> if your daughter ends up um, marrying a woman, you have no issues. You'll be there. Happy as a as a I, jaybird. As a jay, I'd g- give her away or whatever, whichever role she's playing, I'll play that role. That's uh, support mm, that. That's delightful. One hundred percent. And any anything you want to say to anyone uh, about this situation? Anyone who might be a father of someone homosexual? If, if parents or, are gonna about to deal with it again, I don't know what it would be like because I get asked the question a lot. What if it was a boy? Would you be as yes. accepting? And I feel I would be because again, I don't put any puritanical issues with sex or anything like that. I think everybody, I don't even care. It's not a thing to me. But uh, if you just let them do it, definitely don't jump the gun with the kid. Or uh, if even if you have a flamboyant boy who hasn't really understood what sex is yet don't don't fucking let them bring it to you let them have their moment man. They'll they'll be ready. Let this be a thing that they're controlling not not something you're trying to control. I agree. Uh, Oni, thank you for sharing the stories. Outstanding. Um, Very good. Thank you so much, man. Plug away whatever, how people can reach you or whatever you want. Uh, At Oni Perez on Twitter and OniPerezComedy.com. And uh, and I'll be in Long Island, uh, Governors with Ted in uh, July. Outstanding. So look that up. Go see it. Ted Alexandra. Yeah, Ted Alexandra. I'm sorry. Ted Alexandra, 7th and the 8th. It's a great show, Long Island, so you should go see that. It's Uh, outstanding. Yeah, he's my favorite man. He's amazing. Friend of the show. We're going to have him on soon. We love him to death. So the mayor of Dittmar's Boulevard, or Pope of Dittmar's Boulevard. That is true. Now that I am now in the neighborhood, I welcome it. uh, Yeah, he's the best. Um, Thank you. Uh, Benji. The best of BS on Twitter, but check out <laughs> all of the Stand Up New York Labs shows. We got live shows. We've got podcasts. We, we got, got cool stuff. Jump on board. We got a promo code LUST. Half that off tickets to any show here at Stand Up New York. Spread the love and continue listening, Canada. Please do. And everywhere else, too. But Canada, God, you're Special. our bread and butter. Lake Show. At Chris Laker on Twitter. Listen to my podcast, yes. The Week with Chris Laker here on Stand Up New York Labs. And uh, go to my website, everyonecansuckmydick.com, for, uh, or chrislaker.com. It goes the same <laughs> but, uh Tomato, you know, tomato, right, wrong. Yeah, it's all the same. But, uh, it, yeah, that's all the info there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. I'm still at Mad Dog Mattern, but it's, we'll say James L. Mattern. I might get rid of the L. Who knows? Still James Mad Dog Mattern on Facebook for about another month or so. And then we're just going to get rid of that Mad Dog word. It's okay. NPR said we should get rid of it, so we are. So um, I thought you should be Jim Met. Jim Matt. My new name is The Jim Matt, which is, <laughs> that sounds like a gay porn star. Yeah. So we are tolerant here. Um, Jimmy Cougar. Jimmy Coo. Well, that might offend people in my camp. I'll just, uh, you could figure that out later. Um, yeah. Mad love to Timothy Styles, to Benji, to um, Cousin Nick, to Gabe, to uh, Donnie, to all my boys everyone. in the booth, just producing everyone. everyone. Did I give you a nickname yet? Shit. We'll come up with one. You need to ask a couple questions. Needles. Um, I'm just going with needles for some um, reason. What do you think of that? Uh, I, mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either, but it just comes to me, man. Remember, I'm the nickname whisperer. I don't know if you know this about me, dog. Mad love to everyone who supports the show. Um, send messages, concerns. Um, leave comments. I- iTunes, man. Write us some reviews, man. If you, if you will, if you do us a solid, be nice and rate us because we're just trying to, we're trying to get that money, son. Um, be who you are. Support people for being who they are. Be good humans yourselves. 
Um, stay gold, pony boys and girls. And until next time, um, we're all worth a million in prizes. Just look in the mirror and realize it. Later, baby.